Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our Teacher to Parent segment, where we discuss topics relevant to education in India. So it's been a couple of months since your child started school, and you're getting nervous because your child teacher has concerns that they don't follow directions in class. What does that mean? And how can you help your child? Now, there are many reasons why your child may not be following directions. To pinpoint where your child needs help, talk to the teacher and gather information in the following areas. Number one, access to directions. Can your child hear the directions? There are many reasons why even a child without permanent hearing loss may not hear the teacher clearly. For instance, young children are prone to repeated ear infections, which can cause temporary hearing loss. There are environmental factors in play as well. The young child goes from a home environment where the adults talk to them one-on-one and in close proximity. But once school begins, they find themselves with a group of peers in bigger rooms, and at a distance from the teacher. Suddenly, they find that they must follow directions given to a large group. Not only that, the first few months of school are hot because it is still summer in India. The noise from the fans drowns out the teacher in many classrooms. Additionally, many schools keep the walls bare because it looks neater. This affects the room's acoustics and the child doesn't always hear the teacher's directions. Number two, is the child used to doing age-appropriate tasks independently? This may seem like a no-brainer, but teachers see too many kids who have never been encouraged to function independently at home. Parents, grandparents or other adults in the family do everything for them. When these kids enter school, they are overwhelmed by the demands to eat on their own, open a book, or wait for their turn, unless an adult is consistently by their side. Number three, does the child have age-appropriate attention skills? To follow directions, the child must do three things. Number one, attend to what the teacher is saying. Number two, initiate action. And number three, sustain the attention to complete the task. Quite often, parents tell me how surprised they are to hear that their child doesn't follow directions because at home, their child rushes to do the task before they even finish talking. Their child must be intelligent to be so quick. But here's a thought. A child who doesn't wait to hear the complete direction does not have all the information about the task. The speed of action is not critical, but accuracy is. Number four, language comprehension. Most Indian children are exposed to English for the first time when they enter school. They may not have a sufficient vocabulary in that language to understand the concepts included in the teacher's directions. This influences how much content they comprehend. Unfortunately, teachers cannot provide more support in the classroom because they have to complete their portions. 
Number five, working memory. An essential executive function skill. Working memory is the ability to hold information for a short period of time until we no longer need it. For example, when we tell a child, get your bag and line up, the child must remember to do these two steps in the correct order. If the child stands in line without the bag, then the child leaves school without it. And children do forget steps every now and then, but if this happens consistently, then it is something to be looked into. Why is not being able to follow directions such a big deal? Sometimes, when a child is unable to follow directions, it presents as disobedience or non-compliance. But tackling it as a behavioral problem doesn't teach the child the skill they need. If the child can't remember the instructions, there will be many errors in the work. If the teacher has to repeat the directions multiple times or walk the child through the steps every time, It takes away a lot of the instructional time for the whole class. And in our education system, teachers struggle to individualize because they don't have the additional help or time. So what can you do to help your child follow directions? Number one, when you ask your child to do something, frame your directions with specific details. Give your child all the necessary information. I say this because it is common for us to make statements like put this thing over there and point to the object and the place. Does that ring a bell? We do that all the time in our mother tongues. But that doesn't help the child process language the way they need to at school or outside the home. Put what thing over where? Instead, we must be deliberate in how we give directions. As an alternative to put this thing over there, we can say, put the book on the desk. Number two, use the following groups of words in your directions. A. Temporal words like first, next, then, after, before and last. These words tell the listener the order in time. B. Location words like in front of nearest, behind, on the left, or bottom right. These words help the listener understand spatial relationships between objects. C. Use quantifying words like bigger, medium, and longer. These words direct the listener to measurement concepts. D. When you give multiple step directions, use numbers to tell them how many steps there are. Say, I want you to do two things. First, put the cup on the table and then pour the water in the cup. E. Increase the number of elements in your directions gradually. From put your bangles in the box, move on to put your red bangles in the box. And that's how we frame our directions. Now let's look at how we deliver them. Delivering directions. Number one, get your child's attention by calling them by their name. Give the direction once you see that they are looking at you. Number two, keep the directions meaningful. Use naturally occurring activities in your daily routine. Number three, drop your voice. When you speak softly, 
Children focus on what you say. Number four, give sufficient wait time before repeating or adding to your direction. That gives the child time to process and plan what to do. Number five, ask them to repeat the direction. A simple, tell me what you must do now, will tell you if the child understood the instructions. Number five, use visuals. You can draw simple pictures or write down keywords. Children can refer to the visuals as they complete one task after another. I still use visuals for my youngest who is in fifth standard. It gives her a sense of independence even as she follows her daily routine. Giving your child time to adapt to the new school environment combined with intentional interactions will improve your child's ability to follow directions. If you and the teachers feel that the difficulty persists, consult a related professional like an educational psychologist or a speech therapist to evaluate your child's needs. Remember, the earlier you get help, the better for your child. And this is the end of today's podcast. We hope you found the information useful. If you have any questions or concerns, please write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. <music>